and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is Core Winsett. Hello. And Cameron Spann. Aloha, Katie. Where was the aloha? Oh, aloha. Ring that opening luau bell. Okay, you're probably wondering, why are we saying aloha and mahalo and talking about luau bells? Actually, I have been trying not to say... I have been trying not to say things that would remind the other people in the in the office that we that we were where we were. And so I, just, I have been avoiding saying aloha. And, and I keep like I keep throwing my shakas up. I taught my kids how to throw up shakas. Throw you know, shakas. like the surfer yes. thing. Okay, so the reason we're talking about this is we actually just got back from being in Maui and uh, went down there to do a kind of two-day leadership training session with a, a client we have down there and different people from the community that's a part of this organization joined in on this. And it was a lot of fun. We wanted to make sure that we uh, you know, thought about you guys, our listeners. We couldn't take all of our podcast equipment with us, but we did record like a short little, little blip. <laughs> and so listen to this of us at a luau. I mean, we're riffing. We're at a luau. So I am literally sitting in a pristine lawn on the Pacific Ocean in Maui. How could could it be? And you both have matching fish hook tattoos right now. We do. I, I, I need the hook. I have the hook. Okay, like, like Maui, Moana. Okay, we are actually watching people learn how to hula. And are, ladies and, and gentlemen, this is ridiculous. And Court's not if they're learning how to hula. No, but, I am not, because you I could not you, force me to do that. I'm going to paint the scene. In front of me, I have a blue drink to my left, a pina colada to my right, and a tiki man in front of me with my name engraved on it. Yeah, so I think we need to wrap this up because I want to teach these two boys how to hula. So let's go, guys. All right, we're going to jet. Bang, we're out. I will tell you, at the very end of it, if you listened, I said, stand up. Yeah. Um, she was demanding Court <laughs> to stand up to dance. Court, Court stood up and did a little like hip shaker thing, but I didn't capture that. But Cam... Cam learned the dance. It is epic. I have a video of it. Um, maybe maybe one day we'll share that with the world. Sounds incriminating, Katie. <laughs> okay, so this episode is not about us talking about, yeah, we went to Maui and you know got to teach people, but then also had a little bit of fun. This is kind of a continuation of episode 92. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one we talked about sharpening the saw. And I know you've heard on several of these episodes, we talk about how we do an episode and we have to get past David Pickler and we have to get past compliance. And so every time, you know, David will listen to us, he'll give us feedback and, you know, tell us is, can it go on and can it not? Most of the time he's always like, yeah, it's great. But then he has little nuggets that we may have forgotten about. And the really important ones, we make sure to either go back and edit and add it in there, or we ended up doing a whole episode on his ads. So this is one of those examples. We did the sharpening the saw, and that episode, we really talked about taking care of you and making sure that you understand that you are the saw and you don't need to let yourself become dull. You need to take care of yourself. Well, what we really didn't touch a lot on was the continuing education, the learning aspect 
of sharpening the saw, sharpening your mind in whatever field you're in. Yeah, this is this is a, a classic example of Katie. Katie's sharpening the saw was was very much about like you know don't get so worn down that you can't that you can't work. You've gotta you've gotta make sure that you you stay sharp, so so to speak. So that would involve like relaxing and vacationing <laughs> and stuff like that. And David Pickler was like, nope. Sorry, hard no. That's not the, that's not at all what sharpening the saw is about. It is about education and making sure that you keep your mind sharp by continuing to learn and, you know, that life is about, you know, the lifelong pursuit of educating yourself. Yeah. So, I'm going to jump in real quick. Katie, do we have a list planned for this episode? We don't have a list for this one. Um this one is kind of just the, we figured with the Hawaii part that that was kind of in lieu of a list. Well, I have a very short list oh. and I'm going to I'm going to put you both on your toes here. Let's go around Robin and just say your favorite uh, thing or activity from Maui. You want to jump oh. in, Katie? Um, okay, so something totally off the wall that we actually do get to do in Maui is I, I had been before, and so you expect when you go there to do a lot of the really cool touristy elements, but um, you know Maui is not like the Big Islands, not like some of the other areas that it's so touristy. What the coolest thing is probably I got to play my first disc golf game ever. Um, I, yeah, that's because of Cam. Cam's a big disc golf fan. And uh, I've thrown the disc out here in our little grassy area by our office, but never actually played a game. And so I have the battle scar and everything to prove it. At the past two days, I've had people go, what'd you do to your knee? Well, let me tell you, I was playing <laughs> disc golf in the jungle of Maui with like ditches and trails and it was craziness. It was epic. I always like when you go on a vacation and you end up doing the non-traditional, non-touristy thing because those are fun, but that's then like living with the locals. And we had a local guy kind of help us out and he's just like, you know, came over and do shakas and say mahala. I was, it was cool. Man, you stole mine, but I've got another one. Sorry. No. <laughs> Cortland? Um, okay, so mine is easily the sunrise. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, you stole mine, but I've got another one. (laughs) Yeah, so we need to add to that because, you know, Maui, it took us about almost 18 hours to get there with flying and, like, the layovers and stuff like that. We got in um, two of the people who were part of the organization we went to go visit. They took us to dinner. By the time we got into our Verbo and got, like, everybody settled, it was 11 p.m., and we got up at 2 a.m., to then go and do this sunrise and it was worth it. We all look like Blue Man Group with these big old cape things on, but uh, it was frigid, but gorgeous. Yeah, so disc golf, sunrise, (laughs) I love those things. I'm going to have to say the sunset cruise. We went to the Lahaina Harbor Uh and we were in a a big sailboat and we we sailed out, what, like a mile or so, a couple miles, I don't know. And uh, the sun was setting. We had drinks and dinner, wonderful music. I also like the people of Maui. Can that be a part of my answer? They were sure, very nice. Court got more hugs than he ever wanted from the people oh, of Maui. He did. They're, they're very lovely. It's just now kind of a thing. I feel like before we, like, when we arrive and when we leave every day at work, we need to go hug Court. Uh, because you do that's not what need people to do. do. That. <laughs> that is absolutely the 100% thing you should not do, is, yeah. is that. But I guess, kind of, with this episode, it kind of goes to it is that, you know, David took us down there to help sharpen the saw for these other individuals but also he made sure with my version of sharpening the saw that we did throw in a little bit of relaxation and so it's the work hard play hard philosophy and that's the list (laughs) awesome 
Okay, so with the episode, um, yeah, it's it's important to take care of yourself and to relax, like we talked about on episode 92. But for this episode, it's about making sure that you are continuing your education, that one of the mistakes that a lot of people make, and you know, David said this a lot recently, and it, it clicks that when you're younger, and I think your whole life, you think about what are you not good at? What are you struggling in? And that's the area you focus on, right? Because you're like, oh, that's my weak spot. I need to focus on that. And so I've heard David say that. And now um, when Court and I went to the training class for the Certified Financial Planner exam, he kept talking about, you know, that area that you're really struggling with? See for cat. And it clicked. It's like, huh. Wait, say that again? Just pick a letter, like C for cat. Oh. oh. Like you just pick something that you don't bust your butt working on that one area that you really are struggling with because what do you do? You spend all your time on that and not everything else. The philosophy goes a lot deeper than just like pick C and mark C for, for, for anything that's hard. You, you know, the the idea is, okay, if this is going to take me five minutes and you only have say a minute and a half per question on the test, then this one question is going to eat up at least time for three questions, you know? So if you don't have an if you don't know the answer immediately or can't figure it out within that minute and a half, go ahead and put down C for cat. Move on. Move on to the next question. Then at the end of the test, if you have time left over, then you can go back and spend your time on those harder questions that that may be in your weak spot. So it's similar to the idiom how did the mouse eat the elephant one bite at a time? Like mm-hmm. don't get overwhelmed with this one thing when yeah. it's so huge. Just yeah. chisel away. Think yeah, you- it's it's just really Focus and keep polishing what you're good at and not worrying about, you know, this stuff that you're weak in. And it, it kind of clicked as I'm talking about this. When I went for my first real big girl job, I knew that on paper, I didn't have the experience they were requiring. I didn't have those listings of these other jobs or particularly different aspects of it. But I went in there and sold what I was good at. I sold that I was eager to learn and I was, you know, I had great communication skills and I could do all these things. And I think that maybe that's what ended up selling it is because I acknowledged, yes, I don't have the experience you're looking for, but let me tell you what I do have. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of goes into this sharpening the saw is find out what you're good at and become great at it. Well, yes, but I mean, it is also about pursuing that, you know, basically a lifelong pursuit of knowledge, finding mm-hmm. new areas that you don't know anything in and, yeah. and making sure that you add to it, whether that be a new area of the, the particular thing that you already practice or uh, a new language or something like that. You know, that ongoing pursuit of knowledge, you know, constantly making sure that you're not sitting still, that you're evolving and so forth. That can be that can be just as important. It's just it's it's really it, it comes down to None of us are are ever done learning. You know, no. there's always something else you can learn that you that you didn't know before. And it's something we tell people all the time when they're planning to retire. It's you've got to still find something to keep your mind going. You've got to find something you're interested in and learn about a new hobby or learn about new things. And, you know, I don't know that I really had this in college, but I always heard the term of like people going and auditing classes that you could go and like take a class and on movies or whatever you'd see to be like a retired person or an older person going and checking it out. But I always think that's fascinating. Think about some of those classes you could have taken in college, but you were so focused on like hurrying up and getting the degree or you didn't have the financial ability to take a bunch of extra classes. Like it'd be so great to go back and like take a class every so often that are just 
on random things you want to learn about. So Robin has always, with all of our children, told them to take those crazy classes that seem absolutely pointless mm-hmm. compared to compared to whatever it is you, you, you get your degree in. And I have always said, and you and I have discussed this before, I have always said that one of my big regrets from my college days is not taking more history mm-hmm. and really enjoying the history classes more. Because it had nothing to do with my major, but I've later in life really come to enjoy classes uh, and and topics that that revolve around history uh, world history american history it's it's all fascinating to me but in in college i got that i got that one american history credit that i needed and moved on yeah i think that's why most people do studying abroad right it doesn't necessarily advance your degree but part of sharpening the saw is seeing the world anytime you're sharpening the saw anytime you're learning something new it's it's possible that that's helping you evolve as a human it's it's possible that it's helping you you know it's it's giving you fresh perspective new ideas yeah, you're not staying in that bucket of we've always done it this way. And y'all's conversation just triggered two things with me. Making sure that you don't know that knowledge you could get that was so random could not come into play with that next client that comes in or mm-hmm. that next friend or building a relationship with somebody because you have this random knowledge of some course you took that you can make it both both ways of the sharpening saw. Like David's way of really education and expanding your mind, but my way of a relaxation. I know my best friend, um, she just finished, it's not doctorate, but like a master's in gardening. And it was just kind of a fun thing. Has nothing to do with her actual job, but she now is like a certified gardener or something like that because she took these courses and... And she can brag about having like a super green thumb. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. I mean, yeah, it's making sure that the phrase of always done this way irritated the crud out of me when I was at my other job. And I hate when I hear it because so many people use that as a crud. Oh, we always do it this way. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had several new people kind of come on board and I have told several of them, Hey, as you're going through training, as you're looking at things, if you find something that we're not doing to the best of our ability, or there's new ways to do it, please tell us. Yeah, mediocrity is an is an interesting concept. You know, when you talk about when you think about things uh, as being mediocre, I don't think people really consider mediocre um, a, a positive thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it was definitely for my generation. You know, that sort of slacker mentality, mediocrity is king. It's kind of that the world of mm-hmm. meh that you live in. But uh, it's interesting, David, another thing that he frequently says is, you know, the enemy of great is not bad. The enemy of great is good. Mm-hmm. Stri- just striving to be good enough and not striving for that extra, that for greatness. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's just think about it. It's like, oh, okay, well, I was good enough. Yeah, good enough to, you know, pass the test. Good enough to do that. But do you really want whatever career, whatever job you're doing, do you want to just be like, oh, I was a good enough parent, you know? Yeah, you want to be good. Yeah, you want to strive to be, you know, adequate, but you want to be great. You want to be whatever your field is. You want people to go, you know what? When I need a graphic designer, Cam, he's great. And, you know, it's, I think greatness in certain areas can help in the areas you're weak because then people see it as like, oh, okay, you know, there may be somebody that's not so great in one area, but they're so great in something else that it just, you don't see it. It overshadows it. How boring would life be if you just thought to yourself, I, I know all I need to know. I'm done. I'm just going to stay where I am. Yeah. And you'd probably, probably be a pretty terrible person too. <laughs> well, it's, you know, David used this example, um, Tom Brady, you know, ugh, yes, but, Tom but, Brady. 
but a great football player. Yeah. Why has he been the greatest? Because he keeps working at it. Mm-hmm. Because you think about it, like what, you know, what was the layer of you were a great graphic designer 10 years ago, Cam? I'm sure is totally different than today, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so think about it. If you had just 10 years ago said, I want to be the greatest graphic designer from that bar that was set right then. If you hadn't continued to keep working and learning new things, you'd still be like me when I send cam graphic stuff that I've made in publisher. And I'm like, here you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that plays into sharpening the saw because when I look at my work from 10 years ago, I, I, I visibly cringe, <laughs> but I think that's a good thing because it shows I'm growing. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not learning something new every day, every month, every year, then you really are just, you're staying in the same spot. You're not growing at all. And you're just working on getting closer to dying. And that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the bar will will continue to get raised. There's always going to be somebody. And usually it's the one that's not telling everybody, oh, I'm the greatest. I'm working hard. It's that behind the scenes person that is just pushing because they see how great you are. And they're like, I want to be as great as them. But what it's really going to turn into is they're going to beat you. They're going to go past you for whatever it is. Yeah. Pop cultural cliche, uh, like, you know, that, that, that one cliche that you, that you always see in the, in the, in the person who's striving to be the best. There's always somebody that they thought was their enemy that, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the movie or at the end of the show, that enemy comes up and is like, Oh, you always drove me to be better and to try harder and blah, blah, blah. And you were my inspiration and I like you. And can we be friends now? And, And there's, a happy ending. It happens a, a lot in movies and in TV. It does. <laughs> well, and it's kind of one of those, like within our business, um, you know, David's always encouraging us to get continuing education. Like now, some of it we have to have with our licensing. We all well, sure. have to have continuing education. Mm-hmm. But to kind of have those different ones and try yeah. different things. And, you know, if you do have to do a continuing education, you're given an option sometimes to pick. So find something that you're interested in that you think could really make a difference and I mean I'm gonna try and start working on a master's in financial planning and I think I've lost my mind but whatever it's you know I think that learning about the behavioral of finance I can bring a lot to you guys our listeners but the you know you never know when you might need that one day and our our motto is uh you know we want to try and solve problems for our clients and so with us trying to work on sharpening our saws then maybe we can get to the point where we identify problems that might come up for our clients prior to them even realizing it's going to happen, that we're able to be proactive and try and help them avoid those problems happening. And so it's just whether you're, you know, in the financial industry, graphic design, just, you know, trying to be a good parent, like everyone can sharpen the salt and learn different things. Try not to learn all of your knowledge from Facebook and TikTok. I mean, there are some great videos on TikTok though. I will say that. Mm. Um, But just, you know, with a grain of salt, especially if you're trying to learn, you know, politics or something like that, something really controversial, make sure you do the research and find the right places to learn. You might be able to come up with the answer yourself. Like David Piccoli the other day in, in his presentation was saying, you know, if you're trying to think of the answer to something, don't just immediately go to Google. You could you could learn more by finding a book on the topic or by just maybe it's something that you're just trying to remember and you, you need that brain workout of actually going through the steps of reminding yourself what the answer mm-hmm. to something is. You've got it in there. So, you know, 
there are, there are a lot of ways out there that you can keep working that brain out and make sure that it's not getting soft. You saying that, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like I used to know directions so much better than when I had to kind of remember where to go. But now that you rely on a GPS, you're just trusting that. And I don't feel like my brain is like locking in. You turn here, you turn there, you turn there. Like, I feel like that's missing because you're just relying on something you're relying on a phone to be your brain. That's yeah. right. I remember on road trips, my dad would have an atlas or map quest when that was a big thing, just mm-hmm. printed out turn by turn instructions. Yeah. My, um, I mean, just perfect example of repeatedly seeing this happen to me is every single one of the cities that my children have gone to school in. I do not know how to get around that city. I do not know how to get around Charlottesville. Uh, I do not know how to get around Knoxville. And I do not know how to get around Eugene, Oregon. Because everywhere we go, whenever we go there, I always just pull up the map on it. But when my brother and sister went to college, they went to college in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, And... I can still tell you how to get to places in Jackson, Mississippi. And I wasn't even the one that was driving back then. I was just a kid sitting in the car, but you're paying attention and Mm -hmm. that stuff gets locked in. Well, and you know, you may be considered a weirdo if you do this, but think about it. Like we have small talk with somebody like you're in an elevator, you're somewhere and it's always like, how's the weather? How are you doing? What, what, you know, but maybe, maybe not a stranger, but maybe someone you know really well. Instead of small talk of the weather and like how's the family, maybe it's sharing a little nugget with them about something you're learning or something you found out about. Because then I think that's a continuation of sharpening the saw, sharing knowledge with other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, a big a big portion of our trip, as you already mentioned, this this trip that we took to Maui, a lot of it was that that refreshing part that you talk about the relaxation or the, the, the just having new experiences and so forth. Uh, but a lot of it was us presenting or actually David did most of the presenting, mm-hmm. but a lot of it. A lot of that that time that I spend talking to people, uh, and I I didn't talk a lot to the people in in Maui, but you know, anytime I sit down with a client and I'm going over the stuff that that I know to be true, if if somebody if I'm talking to somebody, I'm educating them. That's great for them. They're sharpening their saw. I'm keeping my saw fresh, however you want to put it. But also, it's bound to bring up a question that somebody nobody's ever asked me before. And it maybe it's a question that I don't know the answer to. And so I've got to go find out what the answer to that question is. So, uh, you know, even in, in even in presenting and giving those presentations, you're you're continuing to, to refresh your own memory. You're continuing to sharpen your own saw while you're also uh, participating with someone else while they sharpen theirs. So that's pretty cool. You're selling yourself short in your presentation. Yeah. If I took away anything, it's <laughs> the law. The law. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I, I mean, actually, a uh, court's wife made a comment to me the other day when we were, you know, studying for this test. She said I had like financial Tourette's because several people <laughs> were talking about something, and I just went and blurted out a fact that I had learned, and it was because I was almost like a little kid. I was so excited, so I was like, ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me. <laughs> I know more about that. Let me tell you my knowledge. So don't necessarily have like financial Tourette's like I do, but um, just share share this the stuff. Law. Yeah, the Sorry. law. Katie, that means you're green and growing. I'm green and growing. Exactly. Green and growing. And you, you, know, you know where that came from? That phrase? David. Yes, we learned it from him. But Ray Kroc. Oh, yeah. Who started, McDonald's. well, who stole McDonald's. He stole McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> when he would go around to his employer, well, when his employees would come up to him or pass him in the hallway, they'd say, how are you doing? Green and growing. How's it going? He would say, I'm green and growing. And here's a guy who had an empire, a yeah. fast food empire. 
Well, and this is like, you know, we're going back to all these episodes. If you have some new knowledge that you've picked up, then this is great stuff to bring up at the Thanksgiving table instead of those awkward conversations that usually end up happening. So someone's starting to have a little tiff talking about politics. You'd be like, you know what? Let me tell you about how I learned about humpback whales and that they don't eat for 102 days. And scene. (laughs) (laughs) But another note that I, because I did get some notes from David about what we needed to add is he put something on here about evolving and adapting. And I'm not sure if we've said this on this episode, on any of these episodes before, but how the phrase survival of the fittest, that's wrong. I mean, that's, that sounds like a court. You're wrong. (laughs) So what is the law? (laughs) What it actually is. It is not the most intellectual of the species that survives. It is not the strongest that survives, but the species that survives is the one that is able best to adapt and adjust to the changing environment in which it finds itself. Boom. So it's not you're, you're strong and you're going to win. It's it's you're flexible. You can pivot. You can pivot. Exactly. You can pivot. You can go with the flow. You can really, you know, that's... That's the biggest thing. You can jump and you have enough knowledge to be able to react and figure out what's the best in those situations. That's that's something I used to always say when I was doing event planning all the time is it's not necessarily that I may be the best at it, but I know how to come up with in my head at any moment plan A, B, C, D, E and know which direction to pivot, to go, to figure it out. And that's because of experience and, you know, really listening to different people and seeing things. But if I and I had a Mary Poppins bag, every event I would add something new to it because something would happen in an event that I'd never experienced before. And so same to like court, what you were saying is you sit in a client meeting, someone asks you a question you've never experienced before, you're going to then spend the time to do the research. So then when that question comes up in a future situation, you're gonna be like, oh, I had a similar situation like this and I did the research. This is what it is. Mm. <laughs> I love the grumble. The grum- we got grumbly grumple. Listen, we're tired. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be one of the whiner families or whatever, but I'm tired. Um, I still need, I still need another few 12 hours of sleep or something. Yeah. Are we going to, are we going to boil this down or are we just going to let it go there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of up to you. You got a bullseye. You got one thing that you want to make sure you really hammered hard on this, Katie. I think the biggest thing to hammer hard on is you're never done learning. Be a lifelong learner and commit to yourself you know, at least once a year that you're going to try and learn something new. And I don't mean you're going to learn how to, you know, open up an app on your phone that you haven't been able to open up. Like, I mean something kind of bigger that you're going to learn a subject or a topic or a new way of handling something in your work, but just maybe set yourself up that you're going to learn one fun thing that's a personal that you enjoy, like learning about polar bears and then learning about estate planning. Mm -hmm. Like do things that really balance the tables of that fun and that work. Bullseye. Yeah. I mean, you know, just sort of tagging on to what you said, look, you, every, every jobs that you do, what is expected of you as an employee, what is expected of you as a person, everything is constantly changing. The bar is constantly being raised on you. So make sure that you're uh, adding to your skill set whenever you can so that you're so that you are able to adapt and pivot when you need to. Cameron, you got anything to add? Pivot! Pivot! I guess mine is 
along the the Aloha style. <laughs> yeah, when we arrived that night, we could have slept, but instead, we woke up at 2 a.m. to go see a sunrise. Seize the day! On Haleakala. <laughs> and because we did that, we learned more about Maui. And another Davidism, you don't want to live your life and say, what if? You got to so take those chances and grow and uh, just take in everything. The Aloha way. And I, yeah, I got one more. Sorry. Bullseye. <laughs> bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> uh, the other thing is another visual for you that um, David does say a lot. That obviously you can tell sharpening the saw is very much in every single day of our lives working up here for sure. And in and, and personal with him being my dad. But the visual of those Olympic swimmers, you think about it, they're not looking at the person next to them. They are focused on what they're doing. Think about their head down, they're focused forward. That's the same thing because the second you start focusing at everyone else, what do you do? You slow down. You're not giving your best self because you're too focused on how fast that person's swimming next to you. So this is your own journey. This is your own lifelong, you know, commitment to yourself. Don't focus on how, oh, I feel like, you know, Cam's learning faster than me or Court's learning better things than me. It's what you want to learn and how you're learning. And so there's no competition except for with yourself. Wham. She gave you the the double extra super secret sauce bullseye there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but oh, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please go to your favorite subscription service now and sign up to have our podcast beam directly into your eyeballs. No, not really. It will it will be placed lovingly upon your phone or other listening device every Thursday at noon. You can also go to our website, that's bullcastpodcast.com, and leave a comment, suggest a topic, uh, interact with us, and we will uh, we will certainly enjoy that. Um, you can also find out about me and Katie and Cameron on that website. You also can see pictures of us on Instagram. I don't know if we're going to be posting any pictures of, uh, of, of Maui or if we posted any pictures yes. while we were there. But uh, got pictures on Instagram. That handle is at Bullcast Podcast. And we also have the Twitter. And you can find our Twitter feed at, at Bullcast Podcast as well. Uh, finally, uh, if you'd like to find out more about the company that we work for, that's Pickler Wealth Advisors. And we've got a lovely profile, each of us, me, Katie, and Cameron, all on Pickler Wealth Advisors website, along with information about the rest of our amazing team and, of course, our boss, David Pickler. Uh, if you want to find out more about our company and what we do and how we like to approach solving your problems, please feel free to go to, are you ready? Are you ready for it? PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you so much work. Go out. Go forth. Sharpen that Be saw. Be learning. Sharpen the saw. Climb Haleakala. There you go. Do it all and report back to us next week. Until then, I am Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cameron. And we out. Aloha. Hello. Ha. <laughs> <laughs>